for listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Tuesday show for you. I've got kind of an update on Joey's hometown date filming, but it's coming in a little bit. I'll explain momentarily. Also, going to talk about Special Forces not airing last night. We're going to talk about someone on Special Forces who got themselves a dog and named it after me. Okay. F-Boy Island. Episode number three was last night. I'm going to talk about Crystal Nielsen. Remember her from RE season and Bachelor in Paradise. She kind of didn't read the room really well a couple days ago over the weekend. We'll talk about that briefly. Britney Spears has a book coming out today that everybody is talking about. And I've got an update on my niece and her obsession with Trevor Zegras of the Anaheim Ducks. We'll get to all that momentarily. Let's start with this. Joey's season of The Bachelor is now at Hometown Dates. Hometown Date number one films later on today. Now, I told you yesterday I've heard rumblings. Now I'm pretty sure I know three of them, but I don't have that fourth. So what I'm going to do is... I'm going to get one of them solidified. I was told around 8 a.m. this morning, I'll get it solidified. So expect something on my social media today. I wouldn't say any later than 8.30 Central Time, so 9.30 Eastern, to put out who's getting today's hometown date. Just wanted to give you a heads up there. I don't have it right now when I'm recording this on Monday night past midnight, but I am told I'm going to have it in the morning, so I will let you know, and I'll post that on social media. I'll tweet it out. I'll put it on my Instagram story and also put it in my Instagram feed, and then hopefully as I get more, I will be able to tell you which days other people are having hometown dates, so keep your eyes and ears open for that. Uh, Today, I'll be announcing within the next couple hours around 8.30 Central Time. I'll let you know about today's hometown date. Last night, because the Texas Rangers forced a game seven on Sunday night by beating the Houston Astros in game six, that means game seven was on Fox last night, meaning they could not air Special Forces. Special Forces is not going to air next week either because the World Series starts this Friday on Fox. Games one and two in Texas. Texas Rangers, your AL pennant winners. Yes, I'm happy. And that means Sunday is an off day, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in either Arizona or Philly, and then Thursday of next week, off day, and then if you need a game six and seven, it is next weekend in Dallas or Arlington. So there was no Special Forces episode, even though I was able to see the screener, and it is a good one. One of my – I think it's the toughest task they've ever had to do this season, and – I think you will definitely enjoy the episode because it's got a lot of, I don't want to say, not a lot, but the two Bachelor people involved are heavily involved in this episode. But you're not going to get to see it till November 6th because last night couldn't air. Next week, World Series as well. And then Fox schedule opens up after that. But speaking of somebody from (laughs) Special Forces... How about our boy Nick Vial 
getting a second dog yesterday to join his other dog, Jeff. And he got another dog. Him and Natalie got a dog. And what'd they name it? Steve. Look, anybody can do whatever they want with their pets. But me, personally, whatever pet you have, I've always found it really bizarre. People who name their pets regular names. Jeff, Steve. That's just weird to me. I don't know. I mean, teach their own. It's just, but can I, can I somehow get royalties every time Nick or Natalie calls their dog Steve? Can I get some sort of payment off of this? You know, since I own the name and everything. But, <laughs> of course, Dave Neal chimed in on the Instagram page for Nick. And he said, he put in his caption, reality, Steve? <laughs> you knew someone had to go there, and I'm glad it was Dave. But, yeah, just it's just, I don't know. You just look at two pets that are, insanely cute which of course i know resembles me but (laughs) it's just weird to name your dogs after regular names like yes we know that most dogs names are names that some people in this world have but you know just calling your dog bill just just seems really weird you know rover sprinkles cupcake you know we know the names we give dogs. When you give them like human names like that, like common human names, Jeff and Steve, it's just, I don't know. I just find it weird. That's all. Um, congratulations on the new dog, Steve, I guess. Vial family. Fun. I do want to talk about a somewhat serious topic that came up over the weekend that I was informed of yesterday. And I was going to... I wasn't going to sit here and, you know, demand anything, but I was going to bring attention to this story today and say, I really think an apology needs to be made. And that is regarding Crystal Nielsen. I don't know if she still goes by Nielsen. She married her husband, Miles Bowers, a couple of months ago in uh, August. So I don't know if she goes by Crystal Nielsen Bowers or Crystal Bowers, but we know her from Ari's season of The Bachelor. And then she got married. Remember, she got engaged on Bachelor in Paradise in the next summer. Uh, she got married to Chris Randone. They broke it off. Whatever. Wasn't very pretty. Was kind of an ugly breakup, but whatever. She's moved on. She had a child. She has a daughter. But I was informed because I do not follow her on Instagram, but I know this became a big topic because I had at least six people send it to me. And they said, I, you know, this is wrong. She should change this or whatever. Or she's already starting to delete stuff. I'm like, okay, what? what's the deal? You got to fill me in. So... This past weekend, Crystal posted an Instagram story of her crying in her Instagram story or very being very, very vulnerable, sitting at, in like the beach or something like that. But on the Instagram story, she added a link to her YouTube channel. And her YouTube channel was a video uh, about um, saying a, a video basically saying that um, she was possibly going to lose. She was not pregnant. But the caption on the video before she deleted it was very misleading. And if you read it, and this is what she had people read first before watching the video, you would think that she miscarried because it said, and this is a trigger warning for anybody who maybe has miscarried, just giving you a heads up here. 
She wrote as her caption on this nine minute video. This week I was supposed to announce my pregnancy, but God had other plans for me. While my heart was breaking, I felt an overwhelming comfort that this gift, that this was a gift, even though I couldn't yet see it. Trusting can be a hard thing to do, but now I understand. My body has finally caught my attention that she is ready to heal and needs to witness her pain to make space for a beautiful new life to enter. So here we are. I'll be documenting this journey on my YouTube channel, and the first video just dropped. Thank you for being here. Let the healing begin. Hashtag fertility journey. Hashtag fertility support. Well, that kind of leads somebody who reads that to thinking that Crystal may have lost a baby. The nine-minute video had nothing to do with that. She did not lose a baby. She was never pregnant. What she was telling people was she went on her honeymoon back in August, and she was all set to get pregnant, and then she never did. So that ended up getting changed. She changed her caption to just because she was getting a lot of heat. She changed it to, this week I was planning on sharing my pregnancy announcement, except I wasn't able to get pregnant. In this video, I break down how I found my body may be perimenopause at 35 and my plans to rebuild my health, my hormones, and my daily practices and hope to get pregnant early next year. So it was wrong. A lot of people were commenting on her video without even having watched the video. This is what I mean by misinformation, clickbait stuff, and headline stuff. The headline was basically making it seem like she miscarried when she didn't. And people were commenting, I'm so sorry for your loss, when it's just like she didn't lose anything. And then she started deleting all the comments. And then, like I said, she took that first caption down and replaced it with that second caption. Well, Crystal took to Instagram story last night and said, and addressed this, and said, to those who have experienced loss or struggling to conceive, I'm sending you my thoughts and prayers through this time. Yesterday, I posted a vulnerable video regarding my deep sadness and not being able to get pregnant, directing people to watch a detailed YouTube video explaining my fertility journey. I did not mean to insinuate that I had suffered a miscarriage, but after hearing feedback, I understand how for some it came across that way. If this was you, I am deeply sorry for any pain this may have caused. As I continue to share my journey, I would never want to diminish or disregard anyone's feelings or experiences. Those who have reached out with their stories and support, I can't comprehend that level of loss, and my heart goes out to you. I know my fertility journey is a highly sensitive topic, yada, yada. So so I was going to bring this to attention, and I was going to say, like, I really do think Crystal needs to walk this back. And I think she needs to not just delete negative comments and pretend she didn't do this this over this weekend. She should address it. But she did. So... Um, I'm glad that she saw that her link and her caption was very, very misleading, but, and maybe it took a bunch of people jumping down her throat, but the thing is she did address it. So I give her credit for that. I just hope she doesn't do it again. It was, it was a really bad read. It was a bad read of the room on her part for sure. And, but I'm glad that she addressed it and took to her Instagram story last night. And, you know, if you go it, you can read it yourself. i pretty much read 75% of it just now, but I'm glad she really did that because I was going to come on today and, you know, not jump down her throat, but say this was wrong. And I think that she should come out and clarify exactly what she went through uh, in her video before labeling it as something that was very, very misleading. So good job on you, Crystal. Um, You know, I know that a lot of people follow her. I know people are interested in her fertility journey. So, Hopefully, she keeps uh, people updated with that. Okay, let's talk a little bit about F-Boy Island. Episode number three aired last night. And 
we got three new men entering the show. And we know who they are. Benedict from last season, Mercedes from last season, and Danny from last season. So remember, Louise chose Mercedes over Benedict. And then Danny wasn't chosen by, it was Mia, right? It wasn't Tamaris. Tamaris was deciding between Casey. Was it Casey and Danny, those Tamaris? Eh, I could be wrong, but Danny was in the final two. And so they enter the show. And immediately, two of them get dates. Because Mercedes immediately hit it off with Hallie. Basically, cock blocking his own brother and Katie hit it off with Benedict, which makes sense. They're both comedians and they had a date. So these guys clearly were brought on for the sole reason of, I'm not saying that Katie and or Hallie and Danny had no connection with any of the men, but for them to bring on Mercedes and Benedict and them to get a date right away, I think is quite interesting. Um, but you know, there are things that I do know about this season and into next season, because I told you F girl Island filmed about a week after F boy Island was done. So that comes on, I'm assuming in early 2024, which is interesting because we've never seen it that way around. We're going to have three male leads with nice girls and F girls. So you wonder, I mean, the ultimate F girl is Tamaris. That's how she won season two, is that she said, I don't want you, Casey. I'm an F girl. I played all of you. So I'm wondering if Tamaris comes back as one of the contestants for F girl, because she's the only known F girl, you know, but I have no idea uh, about that. But this is, again, it was a really good episode at the end. My gosh, that Nick guy. What guy? Who pissed in his Cheerios? My gosh. What was he so bent out of shape about? About Hallie? Like, just a, what a dick. Just a rude asshole. Just kind of just going scorched earth on his way out the door because he got called out. And then I can't remember the guy's name that Danny called out and he's only 23 and she let go, and then he started talking about how great he is and how many women he's had sex with, and he didn't really want to be with someone like Danny or whatever. Where do they find some of these guys? Now, look, because the show doesn't take itself as seriously, I totally understand that a lot of these guys that are contestants go on the show absolutely playing a role and absolutely wanting to be that guy that just draws attention to himself and says outlandish things. Maybe that's what Nick and the blonde dude that Danny dumped uh, were on there for. I don't know. But it's just, I don't know if they think that looks cool. They think it's going to get them a lot of followers. I don't really know, but it's a horrible look. Like, you look like a total douchebag doing that on the way out the door. Because you look butthurt that the girl didn't pick you, and she's sending you home, and you're embarrassed. So you're going to stoop to such a low level and basically name call them on the way out the door. Like that's supposed to make you look cool. That's supposed to make you appeal to the female audience watching this show. Like, Oh, I want to be with that guy. It kind of has the opposite effect guys like Nick and 
blonde frosted tips, dude, not a good look whatsoever. You might want to rethink that. The Britney Spears memoir comes out today. We've been getting some drops of press releases of stuff that's in it. We already know that in the book, she says that Justin Timberlake got her pregnant and she had an abortion because Justin didn't want to have a kid. We know that she definitely has some choice words for her family. Am I going to read the book? No. But by noon today, I guarantee one of the entertainment sites is going to have a recap of like 10 most explosive things from Britney's memoir. So we will discuss this probably more in detail tomorrow because I'm not going to read her book. I just, I, I can't. I mean, I can. I'm just choosing not to because there's just something that's off right now. And I'm not saying I don't believe her, but again, you are someone who's selling a book. And the fact that certain things are getting released, the salacious things are getting released, and then you go on your Instagram, talking about Brittany here, going on her Instagram and saying she's so upset at the media for what they're choosing to say is in the book, and that was in the past and she's moved on, it's like, then why did you write about it? Like, I don't know if she gets the greatest advice anymore, and anybody that's watched her Instagram Unless you're just a diehard Britney fan and you refuse to, I don't know, look at reality, you have to feel sorry for what she's going through. And you have to be a little bit of what is going on here when you watch her Instagram page. Let's be real. So there are so many confusing things that she writes, so many confusing things that she posts. It's kind of all over the place. And then, like I said, when she says she gets upset with what the media chose to write about, it's like, really, Brittany? You literally told the world for the first time in, I don't know, 30 years that you got pregnant as a teenager by Justin Timberlake? You don't think that that's going to be one of the topics that the media covers? Yes, we know your book has more in it, and they will cover the other stuff when the book is finally out and fully in release today. But for her to get mad at the media for covering that story is kind of ridiculous. Of course they're going to cover that. It's the most salacious headline. It sucks that she went through it. And I can't imagine being Justin Timberlake right now, you know, 30 years later getting these daggers thrown at you, but it happened. So he's got to deal with the consequences, but she has to understand. Of course, if you write that in your book, the media is going to take that and be one of the focal points to talk about in your book. And you can't say this stuff is all in my past. I didn't mean to hurt anybody. You know, let's move on. It's like, okay, but you wrote a book about a bunch of stuff from your past. Like she, like I said, she's not making a lot of sense sometimes when she posts. So very confusing, but uh, tomorrow I'm sure we'll go over one of the sites Usually Us Weekly does it. It'll be like 10 most explosive things from Britney's book. But my guess is it'll probably have about 20 things in it. So we will uh, we'll discuss some of those things uh, in tomorrow's podcast for sure. And finally, I want to wrap up with this. Remember how I told you that my niece, who is in college, is obsessed with Trevor Zegras 
and the Anaheim Ducks. She loves the Ducks. She's got Ducks paraphernalia all over her room. She's got jerseys. She's got pennants. She's got posters and pictures, and she's got it all set up in her dorm room. Trevor Zegers is her favorite hockey player. The last I checked, I don't know. Is Trevor Zegers still dating Dixie D'Amelio? Is that still a thing? I haven't asked my niece. Anyway, my niece goes to college in Florida, and um, I told you she goes to a bunch of hockey games any, anytime she can. When Anaheim comes and plays the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning, she's going to be there because she's in that area. So this thing going off and the Tampa Bay, uh, excuse me, the um, Anaheim Ducks play the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight in Columbus, Ohio. Guess who's going to the game and guess who's already made a sign saying, I traveled all the way from Florida to see the Ducks. You guessed it. (laughs) I mean, I appreciate her independence and I appreciate the fact that she can do this and she uses her own money, uh, her own work money to buy tickets to go see the Ducks in other cities. She loves hockey. She loves going to the other arenas. She's never been to the Blue Jackets arena, I don't think, because I don't know why else why she would go to a, a Ducks-Blue Jackets game in the middle of October, but she is. But, uh, yeah, so that's the latest. She's going to go see her her one true love, Trevor Zegers, tonight play against the Columbus Blue Jackets. So uh, have fun, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's the level – that's the level that she's at where she just does not care. She will go wherever just to watch a regular season hockey game when in, in reality it doesn't mean a whole hell of a lot, does it? Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also rate and review. Remember, about 9.30 a.m. Eastern time, so 8.30 my time, I should have uh, who today's hometown date is and I'll post it on my social media channels. So thank you. Look out for that. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!